0: Podcast. This is Unhirable with White Karen and GoToGayTobby. Okay, announcement. Announcement. <laughs> I don't know if the first announcement came to because The no, counter started.
1: We'll start it here. Yeah. Announcement. Ah,
0: announcement. <laughs> Do we have an announcement? Yeah, we have an announcement. What's the announcement?
1: The announcement is, okay, this concerns Patreon daddies who pay. Obviously, regular listeners, hey, but if you're a daddy, then...
0: $3 a month, by the way. The cheapest daddiness bargain can buy.
1: for the close to nothing bonus content <laughs> we promise to consistently put out sometimes we will exceed that and you will be f- so happy but anyway we've been promising shirts these like dope ass shirts to daddies who pay for months
0: that our friend of the show and sponsor of the show urban cricket my friend gloria she made these shirts for us designed them and then printed them and so we're sending the shirts. They're any hole shirts. They so say be my any hole.
1: If you guys are new and don't know what an any hole is, it's exactly what you think. It means any hole anytime. <laughs> so like for example, and by the way this has changed. My any hole uh, uh, kind of around the election was, I had two, it was Jared and Ivanka Trump. and But then you heard Jared
0: Kushner speak and you were like, leash.
1: I can't. Also, he hasn't had time to work out and he hasn't been eating properly. And I can tell because he looks like. Skinny fat. He looks like a very beautiful woman. I bet he's got titties. <laughs> he looks gorgeous for a girl. Like he's stunningly smooth and symmetrical, but he has wasted away to nothing. I like fit, cute. L- not stressed about the Middle East, Jared Kushner. If from Jared before. Kushner
0: did 50 push ups a day in three months, he would look fucking banging.
1: And he would be my any hole once more. It's really
0: not that hard to do 50 push ups a day. Shut up. I see all these straight guys about my age, and Jared Kushner's like right around my age. I think he's like one or two years older than I am. I'm 35. And like, I'm just like, straight guys get away with literal murder. What? I used to be skinny fat. You I mean
1: like they can look like whatever?
0: Exactly. Yes. Gay men cannot... You're so right. Well, gay men can do that. Like, gay men can do whatever, and there are gay men of all body shapes. It's just, like, the pressure is different, I think. It's it's more like women. With
1: straight men, it's like... A straight man can be gross, and it's, like, his birthright. If I were, like, a straight... It's, like, manly. It's straight manly to be a little gross.
0: But I don't get that, because, like in the animal kingdom males often have sort of more ornamentation about their mm. aesthetic and like you know even in indigenous cultures in this country like long hair was a mark of masculinity Mm-mm. and uh i don't know i just think like that there's like a lot of shit that's like masculine that i think so, is right? just like gross you i don't get why that's you, what's masculine
1: because yeah you in know, today's I
0: culture know. i'm not talking about other cultures I don't
1: well, look, there's a difference between long hair and, like, pretty. Like, if you're saying long hair was the thing, that was the masculine thing. Do you know what I mean? There's, like, there's a, l- a rougher on the edges thing that a straight man's allowed to have. But that being and, – and to be sexy and, and masculine. But that being said, um, the time that I dated someone really, really pretty, <laughs> I never thought I'd say this sentence. But, like – I literally miss the inside of his asshole (laughs) like that's how pretty do you know what I mean and it was a thing of beauty like
0: pristine it's uh, like
1: I've never met a straight man like that and it's really honestly so appealing (laughs) okay so this is a
0: straight man whose asshole you know the inside of
1: the only well okay is he the only straight
0: man that you know the inside of his asshole
1: to that degree, but like, but um, I guess it's like there's been a finger here and there. Yeah, no, but request. to get to know somebody's
0: asshole is like pretty intimate. Like that's a that's a that's gay what thing. I'm saying.
1: That's a thing that comes with physical beauty because that's not something I can get around if someone's not perfection. I mean, I can't. I can't because it's like it's too. That's not. I don't know. That's 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 an out a little outside the box thing for me but it's you know what it is wait wait so i'm sorry
0: so you couldn't do this to somebody who wasn't perfect yeah. is that what you're saying that's what i'm like saying. you can be with somebody who's not quote-unquote perfect easy easy. whatever yeah. that means
1: well who I, if i'm into the person of course but
0: you're not gonna get inside somebody's asshole that's exactly okay what I'm but saying. you are taking i've said this before and i'm like not joking you're taking your life into your hands when you go near a straight man's asshole because they
1: are agreeing they
0: just don't know what to do with i it. know we're agreeing so this straight guy is like a faggy straight guy because or he's just like a he's like you a, know what this is what's interesting about masculinity also is that it is removed straight men from their pleasure center like it's in the asshole right for straight is. men and gay men
1: I, I just i don't you know what It did sound faggy to me uh, upon first hearing. But the truth is, it took me a while to be like, what's his deal? But he's not faggy. Like, that's what blew my mind. I was like, this is a new expression of masculinity that I'm not familiar with. And it's like, like uh, an amazing thing. Honest to God. Like, I've never met a straight man that comfortable with that pleasure center specifically. Well. And why not?
0: That's where I think. Like,
1: everyone can just do them
0: we're heading i think i think that's where we're heading no i
1: agree it's like a trump's america thing i mean this is i met him in trump's america so to do you think america yes thing.
0: or no first thought was donald trump pissed on
1: uh sure at some point he w- it would be like uh like a billy bush like locker room talk story for him if he was like this hot chick pissed on me like yeah sure he's a rich guy and ri- being really rich for like a long time you get bored and i think you do more i mean even if you're not rich (laughs) like every
0: gay guy i know in new york city has been pissed on and pissed on other guys pretty much like
1: but it's less you know what straight people straight people do it less Um, that's the truth it's like it's really kinky and straight straight, okay
0: why are straight people so repressed this is my (laughs) question that's a great
1: question
0: is it women is it men is it the combination of the two?
1: Maybe it's Bible shit, honestly. Maybe it's like religious shit, because if you're gay, you're already doing you're already not doing Transgressing. That. You're already transgressing, so it's like anything so it's like anything goes. Okay,
0: so do you d- I want to note this moment. This is where you should be holding the mic at all times and I want listeners to note I'm whether or not I'm clutching
1: it with both hands. I know, I know. Karen likes to hold it away <laughs> from her And holding it perpendicular to go. my face. Like If I y'all am. could only see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> her, her How do paws. I sound now, daddies? <laughs> (laughs) it's me daddy (laughs) um yeah I don't know what I was saying oh yeah I think it's yeah maybe it's like once you've broken like a big taboo you break them all and then whatever whatever's fun I'm not anti-pissing I just think it's like a shower thing
0: well I think when you transgress and you realize that the transgression isn't actually harmful Mm. uh, it's just because people are stupid and sheep like being gay when you realize that that transgression isn't a transgression it's just the way you're born and then people believe voodoo and magic and fairies and then use those myths to enforce crazy fucking social standards of what's right and wrong I just don't get it. But you know what the it's truth like is It's like the Bible is literal fantasy and people cling to it and the literalists like really scare me but that's what's like you know my brother's really religious and his 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 wedding they talked a lot about Ephesians chapter five verse twenty-two, and it was wives submit to your husbands as you submit to God. And like then there's also like Leviticus, which of course like don't go near your wife. You can't sit if where she sat if she's had her period for X amount of time. Women are unclean. I mean, and some of this holds over into like the Judeo-Christian traditions. There's like rituals. There's like the mikvah for the Jews, and like they cleanse the woman after this, right. and it's all biblically rooted. You can't
1: rooted. touch her during. Or shortly after her period, yeah. Because she's horribly unclean. Yeah, and that's biblical.
0: (laughs) So I'm just saying, like, all that shit, like, if you want to go into Leviticus, it says, like, shit about that. But that's where, like, people, like... Say don't lie with man or whatever, yeah, but you know what? As That's you okay. But
1: look, the people who believe that like a lot transgress a lot, or they have transgressive thoughts. Like, there's no person who doesn't. So yeah, but I, in my dominated. opinion, but in my opinion, it's a it's a they doth protest too much, and I think that once people are like quote unquote transgressors, and fully go for it, do you know what I mean? It's like that becomes a norm.
0: Yeah, you just like realize like how far we've come removed because like going back to like indigenous cultures there was like the whole idea of like i guess like two-spirit like you know people that were not male female gay straight whatever it was they but just I think sort that's of not were that's not
1: something that's disappeared i think when like that's always been it present now. it's always that never went away but it was you've always had suppressed. that Suppressed,
0: like it was really a like it was persecuted yeah like
1: because of bible shit
0: a hundred percent because of Bible shit. Mm-hmm. And we're a Christian country. And because we're a deeply uncomfortable less.
1: country. But we're, we're a nation of uncomfortable people and we're not. And and that's anywhere. Like, to be honest with you, the kinkiest people I know are religious.
0: Well, it's the Puritans. You know, like the Puritans were in such a fucking tight operation. First of all, they sort of like instigated the genocide I mean, Columbus instigated the genocide, but like here, you mean, yeah, the Puritans really like if you think about what genocide means, it means like like getting trying to get rid of a group of people because of a shared characteristic. And, you know, they like tried to kill Catholics. They like that's why we have Maryland, because the Catholics had to like run screaming. They ran down (laughs) into like Rhode Island and and they they had to go all the way to Maryland. But didn't the Catholics do the Inquisition? Catholics are not great. Like, I'm not saying Catholics are all good. But I'm saying, but it didn't the like Roman start The Roman Catholics like did a lot of shit. No, but this country did start. The Inquisition wasn't here. That was right, in Europe. Right,
1: right. Well, obviously.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about this country and this culture, and that's what I mean. Like, this country was founded by the Puritans. Yeah. Like, it 1620 th- when the pilgrims started so Puritan, getting
1: here. It's nothing's really changed. We have a very shame-based, like, system of governing.
0: Well, that's where we get, like, the scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. That comes from that specific culture. Mm-hmm. Hester Prim was forced to wear the A because she was an adulterer, And that's Puritan.
1: That's so hot. So, like, the
0: punishment (laughs) for transgressing was public shaming. And then there was also the, I forget what you call it. What's the guillotine that's not a guillotine? What? It's, like, where you put your hands and your head through the the thing. Oh, the
1: stock and lock. You know, there was that
0: thing. (laughs) Yeah, 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 There was a lot of ways to shame somebody for, like, stealing or, you know, whatever. And in some ways, I'm sure that the society was orderly we still
1: do that though it's like how like if you're convicted of a felony you can never vote or whatever like or how you know if you've been convicted of a sex crime for for you know peeing in public or whatever you, you have to register for the rest of your life like we really believe in a public lifelong forever shaming that you can't get away from well
0: no that is new actually i think one thing that the
1: i don't Puritans think that's new i think that's a new expression of an old thing maybe I think that there didn't was come from nowhere came from
0: us I think among the Puritans this might not be expressed in like a lot but there is like always like redemption was possible if you towed the line but also like there was ostracization yeah
1: but if you towed the line is the shame exile. of it because then it's for the rest of your life you're being monitored to make sure that you tow the line that in itself is a kind of shaming. sure
0: fair enough however but it's not the same thing as being forced to wear the a explicitly for the rest of your life you know, it's about, like, if you will conform. I think I it mean, literally is. I think it literally
1: there. is about wearing an A for the rest of your life. And to be honest, I think that's why a lot of straight men have a lot of trouble, like, like... Hooking up with th-
0: a dude? B- no, not necessarily hooking up with a dude, but... themselves or whatever.
1: Being in touch with, like, like fuck things that are they like and feel good that are a little faggy. Yeah. But that are just things that people like.
0: A hundred percent. No, that's totally true. And, like... You know, I've met like some straight guys who are like, oh, yeah, like guys have sucked my dick. And they're I still know straight totally guys like straight. that too. 100%. And they're still totally straight.
1: And so it's really wild because a few years ago or whatever time ago, I totally didn't think that was possible if you'd ask me, like, can a, can a man genuinely whatever do that? Like, I okay, here's the thing I'm still genuinely confused by the male bisexual, by the real honest to God male bisexual. I'm like, I, Is that gay? Is that really just gay with an asterisk?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know people that are bisexual. So, no, it's not just gay with an asterisk. However, I do think that of the bisexual men that I know and have hooked up with, uh, they tend to all express more of a desire for gay sex. This is totally anecdotal. Mm -mm. More of a desire for the gay sex and then at least in one pretty notable case where a man is married to a woman in an open relationship and they have a family um that i know and it's I all on the up like and up too, yeah, yeah. but um at least in that i mean it's you know it's about wanting other things it's not just about that there's like both he can have That's sex with both both a man and a woman um or he doesn't really regard gender. I shouldn't even say he can have sex. Like it's not even so binary.
1: That's this is separate from the butt person though. That's different. Like that's that's what's so like beautiful and fascinating about sexuality is like the beautiful thing is how fucked up and weird it is. For, For everyone it's like this kaleidoscope of some weird fucked up shit that's like makes them wholly, like uniquely weird.
0: I made out and went down on this woman that I had like a really intense <laughs> creative Ooh. partnership with um a
1: creative partnership a girl yeah it was a girl when? but i was young
0: like almost 10 years ago i was like in my like mid to late mid like mid 20s like 25 okay, 26 that's like a
1: person that's not like school i'd been
0: out for like four or five years at the time um
1: so what prompted this
0: we were drunk and we were like working on I mean, a obviously you were drunk <laughs> <laughs> i was drinking a lot in boston well, I wrote this musical, but I yeah. mean, what
1: prompted the actual hooking up? It's like, okay, you're drunk and you're working together, but
0: we were listening to music. We were, you know, and then you it. guys
1: were like, we want to hook up with each other.
0: We started making out, but then we <gasps> also had like a vague <gasps> threesome with a dude, a vague, vague foursome with another woman and a dude.
1: This uh, was the same night?
0: No, separate time. Another time. It was a, like pretty. Were like, you
1: guys like attracted to each other outside of drinking?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, she was beautiful. She is beautiful, but like, you know, it was just like a wild time in my life. I was really feeling that's the like
1: wildest story I've ever heard anyone tell. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I'm pretty vanilla about a lot of shit, even though I've hooked up with tons of people. I just
1: mean because it's like you. It's so shocking, like to hear you tell a story about hooking up with a girl is truly one of the most mind blowing things anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> yeah, but it was a long
0: time ago. I don't have the desire to hook up with women now. Like that's not you like so a you
1: had a overarching general desire to hook up with women then
0: no she and I had like a very specific thing shut
1: up it was like a
0: crazy it was like that was like a crazy period in my life like i was feeling no shit. i was not speaking to my family that's not a more tommy
1: action no, that's no, no, no. a wildly unmoored thing to do yeah i was like <laughs> i was
0: like whatever let's try anything whatever nothing nothing is off limits so i was like also like trying drugs like not like crazy but like i tried cocaine i mean I didn't try it then for the first time but i did a little cocaine i tried molly Nothing ever really a lot, but, like, that's when I, like, got experimental. It was, like, 25, 26. Um, And so, yeah, like, that's, like, 9, 10 years ago.
1: I think I did everything at once. It was, like, I, like, lost my virginity at 21, and right around that time was, like, really dabbling, like, I was having, like, some fun Coke nights and whatever. That, like... It's not that I've gone crazy or whatever then or since, but when I do, I always have, you know, these New York, you know, those New York nights where it's like some kind of drug, some kind of wild shit. You end up somewhere weird or somewhere you're not supposed to be like some rich person's mansion party or whatever. You know what I mean? Like those fucking weird New York nights. Yo,
0: I don't because I literally don't do drugs. Like I don't. Do you really
1: not do drugs?
0: Yeah, I really don't do drugs. Like I'll take Adderall. And I'll smoke weed and...
1: Yeah, but that's like vitamins.
0: And then I, last week, for the first time, tried acid and had... Oh, yeah. A pretty (laughs) intense experience (laughs) with it. Um, How
1: much acid did you do? Was it like... Like a tab. Like
0: Like one tab. That's like a dose. It's a big... It was a pretty wild, like So what's
1: that? Okay, so what do you see? Do you see things? Does everything go nuts?
0: No? No no i mean i did have some visual stuff
1: i thought it was supposed to be like a van gogh painting
0: yeah there was that no totally but like it was more like when i zeroed in on things i could like see that it wasn't i've had that much more intensely and i'm sure if i took a higher dose if i took maybe more than a tab i would feel that i've had really intense visual hallucinations along the lines of what i experienced on acid with mushrooms um, which I've had a little bit more experience with. I've probably done mushrooms a dozen times in I'm my I'm probably life.
1: due for a shrooming.
0: I love a good shroom. I'll shroom with you. It's that would be nice I experience. can only
1: do it once every maybe year, a couple years, because it's so intense for me, and it really like breaks me down and builds me back up. It's so emotional, but I'm well due.
0: We should. Okay, listen. We should do a mushrooms episode.
1: Oh, God. All right. Well, fuck. All right
0: we should do it well we should do mushrooms together i would love to do mushrooms with you i, think I, it would, be I really would as beautiful. well yeah and then if we are feeling it we should do an episode okay we but here's the thing about the pressure no but
1: here's the thing about mushrooms we have to set up all the equipment before we start doing mushrooms because we'll never ever figure it out <laughs> well here's
0: what i actually think about mushrooms i have a feeling i'm gonna look at the machine and be like no yeah
1: no no, no. it's that's i don't a like lot. i don't like machines I also don't like multi-step processes when I'm on shrooms like anything like applying mascara or combing your hair or whatever. I just can't do it. But
0: drugs are like such a like such a I, to go back to like the shaming thing. It's such a thing that people don't like to talk about. We talk like kind of a lot about drugs. But, you know, I, I for me, I think that like everybody in general, one of the bad, bad, bad Traits that this country has inherited, and this is kind of across cultural lines. I think everybody fucking does this. It might just be humans raised under this capitalism. What the absolute inability to listen to somebody who disagrees with you, to absolutely not be able to handle that and not receive that and not return that with respect or dignity, or the presumption of the best intentions. It's not
1: an inability. It's worse than that. It's the choice not to. It might
0: be an unwillingness. But whatever is occasioning it needs to be fucking just like dealt with.
1: Because people don't... But the thing that's occasioning it is that 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 is admittance to an in-group of people who also say they feel that way. And then those people all have their each other's backs more or less. It's like it's a it's an us first them thing. So if I go, oh, the bigot in office right now, the orange baboon president, I can't possibly speak to anyone who could possibly have said anything that voted for him, da, da da like you're it's not so much about who like a Trump voter or whatever as it is when you're going, I'm with the other ones and that's what that is you're like i'm with them hashtag
0: okay so yes tribalism is important it like helps people define and like self-identify and that's all great but like this like us versus them thing which like people really derided george w bush for the us and them smoke them out of their caves um, which is like probably like way more racist than it's anybody so
1: amazingly racist really <laughs> ever gave
0: it credit for. I, Isn't I really it amazing how here.
1: hard we were on George Bush and like not even if he were president today how much more shit he would get? <laughs> he said so many wild things. Yeah, we, we just like we're like okay, cool. What about the <laughs> what about the war you started?
0: The longest war in history, by the way. Um, but yeah, you know, like all of this repression. Just like filters into not just the way people behave or the way people fuck. It's like also the way that we consume media because the impulse to just reject anything that that dissents is it it really helps Mm -hmm. us self-select what we listen to. So everything has bias that's so transparent. People
1: are on a default no and not enough people are on a default yes.
0: Not enough yes people. 100%. Hundred percent, but like,
1: but pro- default yes doesn't mean default yes agreeing to everything. It just means default yes engaging.
0: Yes and means not like exactly means
1: not shutting people down exactly before they've even spoken. It based on basically it's like intersectionality, the personality. Do you know what I mean? Like if you check off this box, this box, and this box. I can't even speak to you. That's wild. That's just crazy town behavior.
0: And, like, you really see that on apps where it's, like, Trump voters stay away, which I get it. Like, whatever. People feel really fucking serious about this. But, like, I have a feeling we're going to increasingly see more and more people turning their support to Trump. The guy might fucking, like, figure out North Korea. I know that shit's fucked We've up. We've
1: been saying that on this show Forever. for a year at least. I don't that support he's gonna, him. He's going to do a bunch of stuff that's going to set people off and fuck shit up. And then he's going to get something really, really right. He's going to like solve North win. Korea. Yo. He's going to solve or the Middle East or he's going to fix healthcare. I, He's honest to God. It's just... This is the best possible time ever to be alive.
0: And then we have Kanye uh, tweeting his <laughs> support of him. And, like, you see people, Kanye's canceled, whatever. And it's like, all right, I'm going to let people say what they want to say. Like you know, I've always one, liked of my, Kanye. one of
1: my favorite gossip blogs, LaneyGossip.com, who is, it's, like, it's really good, um, like, almost, like, behind-the-scenes-y from people, from people who, like, produce or whatever, like, make content, whatever. Anyway, it's really good. But um, one of the writers wrote that um, she can no longer support Kanye West. This is a black girl, a black writer. She can no longer, I think she's a producer, can no longer support Kanye. Because before when he tweeted his support for Trump, she'd said, well, he. Mu- I know he struggles with mental illness. He must just be mentally ill. Which is the most patronizing and automatic and default no thing ever that you could possibly say well there's absolutely no reason someone could possibly say that unless they were extremely mentally ill and then the follow-up article is like well he may or may not be mentally ill but he's just he's dangerous for black people he's dangerous for us and his views are, are danger and I can't possibly have anything to do with him anymore as an artist or human being
0: and people, I think
1: that's the problem.
0: People have the right to do that. I just sure. think everybody suffers when the, when people pile on and say yes, cancel, yes, cancel, yes. Can-. When when that starts, like the domino effect of people boycotting and like, but this is just shunning. Like- that's what I don't necessarily get because this is where it like becomes like a practical like a net negative for society is that the new york times opinion page has a new editor and he's like a young guy and he's like trying to like shake things up and he keeps trying to bring in some conservative voices and people he's getting blocked left and right he's facing a lot of scrutiny a lot of like it, he one person like couldn't come would they like hired and then had to i forget the person's name had they hired and then immediately had to like unhire <laughs> because of the social media backlash and it's the same thing that's happening with like joy reed uh that like msnbc or cnn or what whatever, about she like was getting some war award from p flag but then like some old blog posts from like 10 years ago oh. that she wrote came up and she like didn't call charlie christ or christ <laughs> the old florida <laughs> governor uh, a faggot but she like kind of like made <laughs> honestly what i thought were like probably a little off color but like what also did she say i don't know she was basically like he's a fag but <laughs> like so i was like yeah he is <laughs> and, and and he also like kind of is and he was like a little against gay marriage and like But at one point he was a republican and i think he was the governor maybe was he the governor when that woman katherine harris was the fucking like recount nightmare Played by Laura Dern <laughs> oh, in that movie. Yeah. Remember her? And then, like the George. Speaking of George W. Bush, like that cut that stayed so fucked up. So Joy reed just made like
1: sort of like <laughs> oh, whatever. Is cares? she canceled?
0: Well, they canceled her award that she was that getting. Is wild. Well, no, but she also lied and said. Now I'm reading it and like so. Wait, wait,
1: wait! She lied and said what?
0: Listen, it came out that she wrote them, and then she then she said. That she f- was hacked. They hacked the, like, Wayback Machine Joy, or whatever.
1: come on, come on. Come on, own your shit. Homegirl.
0: And she also apologized, though. Is
1: it racial to say homegirl for a white person?
0: 100% I think <laughs> a lot of people would say yes. Um, but say it. You know what? I mean, like, be racial and then uh, deal with the consequences. Or be culturally sensitive and Is don't. it culturally
1: insensitive? I don't Why? know.
0: Listen, I don't know. I saw a video of a black woman rip... I forget what she ripped off. Like, it looked like it was some sort of a hat. I think it was a hat with dreads off of a white girl. Uh, it was a video. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of black people that I follow on Twitter, like, got, like, reci- like uh, a little viral, were, like, dying, like, could not stand how funny it was. And I was like, I
1: don't like this.
0: I get it, but I don't like it. I don't like the, like, ripping something off of another person. But no, cuz it's it.
1: violent. Violence is never okay. Yeah, Honestly, like that. it's really really violent.
0: But also then it's like can I say that like publicly? No, not can I. Yes, you can say anything you want. Is it worth saying like saying it here, right? This can be like cut into a clip, but like there's always going to be the episode of context around it. So I don't give a shit if it gets taken that way, but putting that in a tweet and like having it be something that can be reshared in that way, I don't want to tempt the shame machine and and right now in that way i'm just i just don't want to if down the road when people go back and listen to the like catalog of <laughs> insensitive shit you and i <laughs> put out into the world what are you talking and want to come <laughs> at us for it uh i say i fucking dare you <laughs> bring it honestly please by all means i, I mean we live we live that conversation <laughs> yeah. yeah i live and i'm going to continue to live and i think that that's the thing like i'm going to continue to let other people to live and like it's not the worst thing in the world to be called a racist. I've no. been called it, like I can tell you I can survive it. And I think a lot of I've been of reason, called it
1: on this show.
0: <laughs> it's I think it's bad to be called a racist and not like think about it. Yeah. Like I think it's bad that that I think is bad. I don't think you have to necessarily agree that like anything that you say that's called racist is racist. Well, as you know race-
1: racism has to do with intent as well and I think people forget. People fr- people choose to ignore intent because then they have like a then they don't have the right to be mad if if you look at someone's intent and you go, oh okay, so their intent wasn't to express hatred or hurt someone or whatever whatever they were you know like you can see that their heart wasn't bad and you still want them canceled. I think you're the whole problem start to finish.
0: okay, so like an example of like, somebody who makes me uncomfortable is like michael richards kramer Mm. his like n-word meltdown to this day like really stresses me out because either i can see on the one hand like compassionately that this guy is uh somebody who had a lot of fame was really funny on a tv show Thought that would translate into stand-up. The guy's a fucking Shakespearean actor, though. So when he gets on stage, he probably was cool at the comics tables that he would hang out at. And he probably always hung out at the comics tables because he's fucking Kramer. And he probably got some good jabs in at the, comic ta- the comics table. And he heard comics say the N-word. So when he's on stage...
1: Comics don't say the N-word like that. Um,
0: I don't know that that's true.
1: We, they I, I do.
0: Sh- I, I, no, I mean not at the comics table sorry that's the wrong way i mean like it, whatever the equivalent of like a podcast is because i've heard kurt say the n-word
1: on race wars with Sharad, which is an explicitly racial thing comics don't just throw around the n-word like that
0: okay i have i have heard the n-word thrown around on race wars by a couple of white people as a joke and I get it. Race
1: Wars is literally an exception that proves the rule. And that's why they call it Race that's Wars. Okay, that's why maybe, it's named that.
0: Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But OK, so that's the that's my anecdotal example. But I've heard a bunch of white people say the word on it um, as a joke and confront and also not as a joke. Like I've heard Sherrod pull it out of people that he knew was racist.
1: He does it on purpose. I yes. love that so much about it. So I've heard it go both <laughs> ways on
0: that show. But I've also heard comics so I could imagine a world maybe I'm wrong in which he's heard some white comic make it as a joke among comics that he was like it was a safe in crowd thing and then he took that to the stage. Maybe I'm wrong about that.
1: I sincerely sincerely don't think that I sincerely doubt it.
0: I could just see it happening. Because but he's also like, a
1: grown man who lives in the world so how could he possibly comics or not comics comics know that they're just a a, a you don't always repeat what you would say to another comic, like to another person or whatever. Like comics are well aware of that. And he especially would really know it. I, I just, that's he's what like, I he's think ultimately. No, ultimately that's what here. I think too. It's like him,
0: but really, especially Mel Gibson is the one that I just like, can't, I like, I don't understand. Like why isn't that guy actually canceled? Like not
1: canceled. Just I thought like he kind of was, he just has so much money.
0: He has so much money. I think he produces his own movies a lot.
1: I think he's immune to cancellation because he has so much money.
0: He's a very talented director. And
1: he's also very religious and that religion money is hot shit.
0: He's Catholic religious too because Catholic religious is not historically like a real entertainment power player. Mm. You know, it's really not you don't like Jews, of course. Oh my god, there's this guy that lives in my neighborhood who I would like want to have on the show. Uh, he has a lot of conspiracies about Jews though like he We re-
1: must have him on this show. He's <laughs> an old
0: veteran. I mean I would love to have him on but he I I don't like he all really All
1: conspiracies are Jew conspiracies. Everything goes exactly to Jews did it.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I all right, yeah, we should have this guy on. He like 10 really million. He's like a, he, like I enjoyed talking to him but I was like wow. Okay. This is intense. Because conspiracies <laughs> are never about hear.
1: conspiracies. It's always about the conspirator.
0: Well, it's I think about it would that be person's to I told him that. you were a Jew. I told him you I tell was Tell him like, you were...
1: I was an Israeli Jew yeah, from, from the nest of Jews. He put
0: up a sign in his window that said... I've never seen him so explicitly anti-Israel. <laughs> what? I would sooner go... I would go to war with Israel, but not Iran, Syria, Hezbollah... Ooh. Russia
1: bitch what did you say girl yeah
0: (laughs) Afghanistan and Iraq okay okay fair enough all
1: right well I mean suit yourself ma'am
0: okay here's my question I just want to ask you this and then we don't we don't talk about it go ahead go ahead do you think Israel you're
1: pushing me into the Israel hole
0: just yeah, and then we're <laughs> get one full body submerged, and then immediately <laughs> okay, out.
1: No, let's go. I get like you. as like a like a what do you call it when the priest dips you in water? Do you think like a baptism? Do you think
0: Israel is going too far right now? Do you think that Meaning? the tide is turning? I think that well, what with the that IDF, mean? do you think that? Do you think mm, I think with the way that the IDF has been suppressing the protests in Gaza.
1: What what do you mean by too far or tide is turning? Right? Is it the tide the in Israel? Of is the number people shot. Tide I mean, I've heard numbers
0: upwards of a thousand. Sure, but
1: but the tide of what?
0: Public opinion and public opinions. always sentiment. It's
1: always been against Israel. Not true. I a mean, hundred especially percent in this true country. forever. Not true. Yeah, there is a no lot way of this country is anti-Israel, and the entire rest of the world is anti-Israel. The world has always been a hostile place for Israel. So, no, I don't think the tide is turning. I think this is how the tide's always gone.
0: Okay, but do you think that it's possible that Israel will lose support in this country?
1: No. Why? That religious shit's real shit. What religious shit? You know, people's, like, religious imperative that they have to, like, love Israel and the Jews, and that's, like, Jesus and whatever. I don't know what people think, because but that's of the, the religious Christians shit. Because the Christians, it won't.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because of the Christians, yeah, that's true. But once white Christians become not Christian, not the Christian voice in this country, when that happens, game over. So when is
1: what's the new Christian voice going to be? You mean like Catholic Latino people or whatever?
0: Catholic Latino people. Yes. Yes. Christians that are not white. That's a lot of people. Unheard of. (laughs) There's a lot of people. That's a lot of people because Black Lives Matter and. Other civil rights groups in this country are aligned not with Israel but with Palestine. So that's where it gets tricky.
1: But they don't fuck the way that religious people fuck, and they don't make as many babies as religious people make. And that is a real thing that happens in Israel too. And that's like a real demographic. Yeah, but two percent of
0: the country, and that's not really growing. No, it's not. Yeah, at all. So that's where it's the
1: religious. It's religious Christians who are going to keep that shit going.
0: Maybe. Maybe, but I don't think so.
1: Jewish, look, that's what you're you're talking about is a lot of people who are Christian and then fewer people who are Jewish but have a lot of money. right, so I
0: haven't looked any of this up, but the guy that was like, no, Israel, told me Jews are 2% of the population here, but 20% of Congress. Is that true? It might be true. That's so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, I know, they're really good at getting shit done. We are so effective. <laughs> I know, I was like, except for Israel. And he you like, should be
1: honored, sir. He went
0: nuts about Chuck <laughs> Schumer being like, I think he called him the like pitbull for Israel or the like, yeah, I forget what he called them.
1: Okay, we as a people love Chuck Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> um, so, so there's that. That explains why he's so buddy buddy with Trump. And like, also, like, not, but also,
1: he's an effective politician, and that explains why he's so buddy buddy with Trump. That's true.
0: Yeah, he is. He knows exactly what the fuck is up. Chuck yeah, Schumer. He does. My brother and I ran the Brooklyn half marathon a couple years ago, and Chuck Schumer, the rock and roll half marathon, and Chuck Schumer was at the finish line, and like, I was like, should we go get a picture with him? And my brother was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, exactly. Yeah, fuck it. Let's not. Fuck that guy. Um. So, but I do like to have pictures with problematic. Of
1: course. Do you remember that time that... I like
0: to tempt the shaming. Do you
1: remember that, well, the time when speaking of tempting the shaming, when <laughs> we had friend of the show Usama Siddiqui, funny comic, <laughs> on in this very apartment yeah. and <laughs> because Usama is an obvious Nine el- uh, a pre-9-11 baby <laughs> because that you just can't now.
0: Unless your parents are...
1: Wild people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and then w- for the picture, if you go on our Instagram at Unhirable Show, our stories happen to be popping right now. But um <laughs> our picture with Usama was us making... <laughs> <laughs> it says P I I finger gang signs of 9 11 smiling <laughs> in front of a rainbow, <laughs> and it's backwards because we didn't figure the picture. <laughs> so it said
0: 9-1-1, it's a 9 It's P I I. And after that picture <laughs> was
1: taken, so we all you know went our separate ways. We had like such a fun episode, and then you and I started freaking out, and then and I was like, you know what, we cannot. No, it's too much. Put up this picture. It's way too much. It's so fucking inappropriate and wild. So and disrespectful to. The we messaged 3, Osama. We were. We're like, hey, listen, um, this episode goes, goes up East. Tuesday or Wednesday. Where are you going to be? Let's just like honestly take another picture. This is a little bit tasteless. And then two seconds after we said that, we were like, we're just going to put it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so if you go back and scroll back to the is Usama that? Siddiqui, uh, I believe the name of the episode is Usama Bin Laughing. It is. Because that's his Insta name.
1: And good for him. He's
0: fucking hilarious. Well, you know what? Dude. I'm
1: I'm. Working on a project with him and Bill Batita, another comic that I'm really, really excited for and that's, like, really fun. And um, I was talking to Usama about that picture. <laughs> and Usama suggested, which I think is one of the best suggestions I've ever heard, that we, the three of us, go around New York and, and start a separate Instagram account of just us making inappropriate signs, tragedy signs in front of places that have been tragic.
0: <laughs> wow. I am... One hundred percent into that. I think you're hard. I <laughs> yeah, am uh, inappropriately erect. <laughs> uh, but uh, I
1: love my Tommy and Usami. It's the
0: only way that I can get erect is inappropriately.
1: <laughs> don't shame me for it. For a lot. Oh my Well, God, here's the thing. Here's us. the thing. And bringing it back to listen, bringing it back to like the wild s- butt stuff. Um, I love a default yes. I fucking love a default yes. I'm default yes. That's why when I found another default yes and historically when i have found default yeses i'm just like it brings joy to my heart and i have nothing but love for those people because that's so a thing of so much beauty to default to yes that means you're saying yes to like loving things and people and like the whole human experience and you're like i'm not gonna die without sampling the whole thing good for you and good for us
0: it's you know actually like a lot of work i have a cousin who's pretty rich and she lives here in new york we like never see each other but When I visited her, like, maybe, like, a dozen years ago, uh, before I lived here, obviously, I remember her saying, my thing is I'm saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. Anytime anybody asks me to do something, if I don't have plans, I say yes. And I saw her, uh, like, not too long ago. Did you ask her
1: to hang out? She said no. (laughs) Kind of. Really? (laughs) No, she hesitated.
0: I I was like, you taught me to say yes. And then she was like, fuck it, yes. And then we went and we saw a play
1: at <laughs> the
0: Irish Rep, my favorite theater, where we saw friend of the show David Lutkin Love What He Says. I um,
1: d- friend of the show David We Love You, Ken.
0: And where... Don't Math- ignore that. Ma- we love you, <laughs> Ken. <Kim. laughs> I do like that. <laughs> the Irish Rep's fucking amazing. Matthew Broderick's in a great play right now. Just saying. Um, But... Yeah, you know, that yes thing is something that also can get you into trouble. (laughs) It it will
1: 100% get you into trouble. Default yes is so messy. And default yes people are so (laughs) messy. But honestly, that's my favorite shit ever. That's like this past year, honestly, has been such a trip. It's been so bizarre. And like has honestly, there's just been so many like God- Given things that have cracked me wide open. Everything's been this kind of fulcrum for me this last year of like, like to just like pivot in this big way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the pivot is default yes. Like you always default to yes. That's like th- you get this like one chance to do it.
0: You know, and it's not just like butt stuff that men are repressed with. Like I was dating this guy who's like, uh, like in finance and he. And I went to my buddy's place that he lives and um, my friend lives he's an assistant to this kind of famous artist and the artist has some uh, studio space right on the river and it's beautiful incredible views like there's nothing like this in New York City Uh, unless you're like a really famous artist and it's like a real privilege to be able to go there and hang out and like it's totally on the up and up and like you know he couldn't relax he got super tense being there your friend the guy that i was dating
1: Mm.
0: who works in finance Mm. immediately he was like really edgy he was like picking fights with me he was like you're being bitchy i don't like bitchy comments and like I was like, whoa, uh, then you might not like me. Like, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you haven't seen anything yet. Don't <laughs> dare me. <laughs> is this
1: a threat?
0: But he like couldn't relax. He couldn't unwind. And he kept making comments. He kept seeing himself in contrast to his surroundings. He wasn't saying, yes, I'm here. Yes, this is fucking cool. He was saying... No, this is not what I'm used to. No, these are not people that I'm used to hanging out with. Uh, No, I'm not creative. No, I'm not an artist. He actually said, no, I'm not an artist. He's like, I'm not an artist. I was like, you don't have to be. Like, do you have to be an artist to go to a museum? But if it's in a museum, someone else
1: is curious But has that's that kind of artist. We we say art artists in such a limited way. Like there's art in everything. There's people like there's pe- I know people who are largely not creative who do like a buttoned up job or like a corporate job and they do it artfully. Like they, you know what I mean. Like they represent artfully or they they pitch or sell or whatever, and that's like a beautiful art.
0: And there are people that work in the arts that have absolutely no soul about their approach or their product Mm -hmm. you know i mean you can see that with comics that are super hacky you can see that with theater people that just do really derivative shit that you've seen before but like can land because it's like yes i'm with her (laughs) you know it's like some bullshit it like reflects some bullshit sentiment that somebody else already wrote
1: yes
0: (laughs) yes queen i'm with her (laughs) queen uh, written by some white faggot who's alive and has had 20 plays produced on Broadway.
1: This is about a real specific person you're no, thinking about. No, it's not,
0: but you know what I'm saying.
1: No, I don't. No, but I'm saying it's <laughs> I'm the same of everywhere. the world.
0: Well, it's the same everywhere. It's like, who are the comics that mm. like don't deserve to be famous? Dane Cook. I don't know. Who else? No. I used to Mencia. I When
1: I was in high school, I loved Dane, Dane Cook. Dane <laughs> Cook's a fucking douchebag, I think. Why? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I honestly can't remember, but I remember at the time like watching him in college and just being like, oh, what a douche.
1: OK, I was probably in high school at the time being like, that's so funny, Dane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe he's cool. I shouldn't say. What I he's Well, like.
1: look, I, I, I changed, my, my, I changed my preference in comedy a lot. But it's funny when I think back to like what I thought was so funny when I was in high school and I had no interest in comedy at all. Like the Dane Cook stuff killed me. Also, David Cross.
0: Oh, David Cross is funny. Though. He
1: is funny. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like B- de- Bob, de- 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 Bob Odenkirk and dead the the de- like. Uh, Bob
1: Odenkirk is the best. Yeah.
0: The two of them together are really good too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like those, but you know they're like kind of faggy. Well, David Cross is especially kind of faggy. Like he's are like,
1: all actors though.
0: Maybe. Maybe Bob Odenkirk isn't so faggy. I
1: guess not. No,
0: I was just going to say because I was like thinking about it. But maybe I only think that because of like Saul uh, from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And he's like so like neurotic-y.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't come off faggy to me on the show. Um, Or it's like a dude, I guess. Not that I know him.
0: No, but uh, David Cross does. But maybe I think that because he was so faggy on arrested development
1: oh he was so good that's a really good show classic about people what an icon he was of the for the mentally disabled
0: (laughs) isn't everyone on that show mentally disabled (laughs) isn't that show iconic for people that have personality (laughs) disorders actually not
1: (laughs) why because it resonated with you and me so hard
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know i was never obsessed with that show but i feel like i did like it very much too strong but yeah i loved it but i never watched every episode the way i did with like breaking bad um Anyway, I don't know. I mean, I've been thinking a lot about, like, shame and, like, what... It, and it all is so stupid. Like, it's also, like, it's also... Um, it just gets it's in pointless. the way of everybody. It it's helps not corrective. It helps you
1: it doesn't correct a defective behavior shame. Like, I don't think it really serves. I, I mean, OK.
0: To a point. To ha- uh, yes, no, no. it does. Absolutely.
1: OK, but but by correct- public shaming
0: has like a good. No, history. no, no. OK,
1: OK. I misspoke. I misspoke. All yeah, right. Go. But it's like a
0: I'm going to berate you while you re-explain. correct a behavior mm-hmm. means
1: there's something to correct. You know what I'm saying? So when there's nothing to correct because it's not transgressive and people are shamed anyway that serves that's all that serves to like chip away at the whole of like society shame if you like you know like if you publicly shamed um people who committed like non-violent crimes or whatever what instead about of sentencing crimes? them no, let's talk but about but, that. but i'm just saying because we have very harsh sentences for non-violent crimes what if you just publicly shame those people and then commuted the sentence don't you think that would be so much more effective yes
0: but that would depend on a public that would responsibly shame a person and not try to fucking destroy their life. Mm. You know?
1: Also, with the internet, the shaming's never over, ever. No, I mean, I
0: feel like we have to start teaching so you've been publicly shamed as yeah. like a fucking textbook in elementary Well, you know what?
1: Well, you and I... To prepare kids. But you and I, our whole thing on this show is we can't be shamed because we're shameless. You can't shame the shameless. So if I said something that was like fucked up or whatever, and obviously my intent is not... not callous but i say fucked up shit all the time you can't shame me because i'm not like i don't think i'm bad
0: here's the thing i'm just like not going to apologize if you come at me cunty ever i love when people come at me cunty No, no no but i mean like i mean cunty in a bad way i don't mean in a fun way i don't mean in a just like oh you're cunty i mean if you're coming at me mean like, if you have something mean mm. that's, like, a little bit, like, uh, if you're, like, coming at me real negative, like, you want to try to destroy me, I will fucking never let that happen. However, like, public shaming, like, if there's something that I actually ever had to apologize, I think that not apologizing is, like, a crazy thing. Yeah,
1: I agree. Uh, but apologizing is not the same thing as being shamed. In fact, apologizing is the exact opposite. I don't mean a, co- a coerced well, apology. Well, these are two responses, to
0: that, that are outlined in that book. Like the people who do apologize and don't apologize. So that's what I'm saying. Like I would apologize if I felt like I needed to apologize, but I would not apologize if I felt like I was being demanded to apologize in a way to
1: society. I don't believe in the apologies to society. Look, I'll apologize if I hurt a person. You're welcome for a different
0: perspective. But
1: I do. I, I do. I'm not someone who's too proud to apologize. I apologize all the time. And I don't like for things that I've actually done. And I don't I think that's. You know, it's like the apologies for that person. It's also very much for you. So you just be like, yeah, OK, that's on me. Like moving on.
0: But, you know, like we think about like what is what does society
1: know? I owe society no apology
0: in terms of like behavior that needs to be corrective. You said nonviolent crime. I want to think about violent crime like we just had in Toronto, a guy plow into all those pedestrians on a really busy street and killed, I think, at least 10 people at this point we had. A guy in Nashville go into a Waffle House and kill, I believe, four people before that other guy who's like, don't call me a hero. Meanwhile, I'd be like, blowjobs accepted. Okay, friend of the show, any hole. That guy is an, a friend of the show, any Love that guy. <laughs> He's like so fucking cool. The guy that like wrapped his hands around the fucking barrel. Unreal. of the i Can you believe that? It's like fucking amazing. Any
1: whole <laughs> say it again he might
0: be a minor though <laughs> no, he's i don't not know a how minor. old he is I, <laughs> no. don't, I haven't i don't know anything no, about I him i just grown long. is he grown i think so um so anyway you know you think about what do those two guys have in common uh i think that like one thing is that they we need to this is something another friend of mine said we need to hear from more people who've been violent mm-hmm. we need to hear what they're saying this is but you it, the impulse is to shame them to shun them to either prosecute them uh but not actually hear their story
1: there's there's this fucked up thing where nothing is enough like no amount of penance is enough no amount of atonement is enough no amount of like life given up to atone for a crime is enough and that's fucking creepy
0: and why if it is required that somebody spend the rest of their life uh in protective custody then I know that's like a real thing, but I mean, if somebody's in jail or prison or a ward of the state, literally, a ward of the state, thank you. Like, why can't we allow that to happen with more compassion? Why do we, like, this is the thing. We're it's, just not, it's not, it's with the aim of punishing
1: forever, and it's not with the aim of eventually reintegrating that person into society. We're, we're like, well, we're taking you out of the game for good. Or, you get one, you actually get one shot here. If you have money, you might get more than one.
0: Yeah totally.
1: But you get one shot. If you really fuck up, you're just done. And you know what Europe's not like that. In in England, some guy was just convicted of knowingly infecting people with HIV, multiple people, and he got 10 years. Mm. That's what you get there for that, which honestly, to me seems light, but maybe that's just cuz I'm from here. It seems a little fucking wild, but but if you like murder or whatever over there, you Can still get out. It's like a thing that's expected. And then you'll be back in society. And that's like how life goes. We're the only ones who are like never, ever, ever again for you.
0: And I think that. We
1: throw people away like garbage all the time. We aren't
0: really trying.
1: And by the way, that's how liberals. That's how liberals also talk to talk about Trump voters like they're gar- like that's it's the same thing you get one strike you voted for Trump doesn't matter your reason doesn't matter who you are or what you do or what you think or h- where your heart is or any of that um you're garbage and we're in the garbage forever and once you're in the garbage there's no coming out of the garbage that but sucks
0: i don't know if it gets better but it gets better because I think better.
1: individual people get better. Like I, I've like I know I've evolved. Like my, you know what? I was raised to really hold grudges. My parents are like great people and everything, but we were grudgy people. Like, I was raised to, you know, if someone offends or whatever, that's it for them. And th- I unlearned that so hard as an adult, and now I'm like radically the opposite. I really believe in love and forgiveness, not as a forced thing like a forced attribute but I really like love everyone and it's just so easy to forgive it's so easy it's like it be everything first of all everything's material like you can use everything that happens to you it's the best ever your life is such a like cool story but also you like people's hearts are not like people's hearts are not garbage
0: well I don't think forgiveness is that easy to be completely honest with you I think that it takes work I think that it takes a lot of labor I think that it requires it requires you to
1: love yourself and people.
0: It well yeah, it does. But forgiveness it's it's the it's the most ultimately rewarding thing, but it's like exercise. You you I wouldn't categorize running as easy. I wouldn't categorize lifting weights as easy. You're I think right, the you right, but the decision— but the
1: decision to—I mean, deciding to do it's easy. Actually, doing it's not as easy. But the decision—if you're going to be like, "I am going to be a person who forgives"—it doesn't mean I have to forgive always. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to be a forgiving person, not a person who holds on to shit, but a person who uses shit and then gets over shit. Um, that then—that's that part you could—that can, can, that's easy, in my opinion. That's easy, where you just go, "Well, yeah, fuck it." Like
0: the the work of making it happen of checking in with people of reading their cues of seeing where you are denying forgiveness noting where that happens where it surfaces chronicling it make, and this can be really automatic for some people but like for me these sorts of things take a lot of maintenance like mm-hmm. i have to really when i'm in a, like pissed off mood and i can tell like that I'm not being my fairest self because I just shut down and I don't want to talk to whoever I'm with that has bothered me. uh, I will not be able to snap out of that. And what I need to be doing is saying, I forgive you for not living up to either some difficult standard that I have set or some fair standard that I have set for how we should be interacting and how I honor that in the contract that we sort of negotiate, not consciously, but as two people often do over time. Like, that's what happens is that you negotiate a contract for how you behave, and it's by checking in about things. Well, it's like,
1: like forgiveness isn't always... Forgiveness doesn't always make you feel... It's like... The real harm is denying forgiveness, in my opinion. You can forgive on your own time and do what you need to do. But if you're h- holding on to a lack of forgiveness, that's what I mean. When you're actively not forgiving, it's you're a, really hurting yourself a lot. It hurts you more you're than hurting so much. Well, because also people can live without your forgiveness. It's, it's you. You suffer with, like, you have to hold on to negative energy in it order to keep that up. And it makes people not want to
0: live with you. It makes people not want to live with you. That's the ultimate thing. Also,
1: how, how long can you hear about... a a hurt do you know what i mean like i understand that there's degrees of gravity with everything obviously like i'm not like painting everything with one broad brushstroke but or but oh my god it finally happened what i forgot i was gonna say Oh, God. Yeah, oh, people, my God, you know people I was say waiting. You s-
0: people say you and I smoke too much. And no, no, we no. Listen, that's a high.
1: personality thing because this happens to me all the time. I know. My what occasionally dead is air. My brain is so, um, what do you say, uh, brilliant and fast. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs>
0: for me, the thing that is like difficult and like practical that I have to do is when I know that I've done that, I have to. I force myself against my will to then confront the other person with an apology. So, in my way, I confront them with the <laughs> apology. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I, like I, I have scream
1: to like forgiveness yeah, at them.
0: Yeah, I beat it into them. But you
1: them. know what makes people uncomfortable? An apology. Genuine forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then <laughs> you're asking your them to share in
0: that responsibility. Totally.
1: You're, you are putting a burden on them to, like, accept that.
0: But for me, this is what often happens, is that I, like, okay, just, like, in a nitty-gritty, like, I work in a restaurant. Like, I know how to do that fucking job almost better than anybody. Uh, and then not just at the one I work at, but like in general, like I know how to work in a restaurant, the mechanics of working in a restaurant. I'm really good at them. So I am constantly having to forgive myself for being too hard on coworkers and for coworkers for not getting the systems. And, but then like, you know, it's like a constant battle of like within me. I mean, of like, okay, how do you set a standard of excellence in a compassionate way? How do you not, how do you, how do you like not hold on to frustration? How do you not let frustration become anger for me?
1: You know what I've, I've realized also is that people's high expectations and my high expectations can differ so radically that their high expectations are my low and vice versa. Like I never, I like that's the, that's the thing I keep being confronted with. Do you know what I mean? Where someone's like, My priorities and another, several people, this isn't like a, this really isn't like shade at anybody, but it's like my priorities and someone else's high standards for behavior are so different that we disagree on what's okay.
0: Well, that's it. Okay. And that's what's interesting about New York City is that there's always somebody who's low as your high. And so it's about, like, and this is what makes living here really interesting is that if you want to get to the point where your high elevates, you have to be willing to like sort of eat a little bit of shit when you interact with the people that have the high you want. Because your high is going to be their low and the frustration's going to come out on you. And it's all about like that balance between the person who's low is the other person's high and the person who's high is the other person's low. It's about the person who's low is the other person's high being patient and apologizing when they go too far and expressing their frustration. And it's also about the person who's high is the other person's low uh, understanding that they are not going to be able to level up if they don't check their ego when the other person gets a little bit out of control and not is not able to sort of laugh through it and say oh this is all material or whatever and i think that this like that balance right there might there might be something there that uh speaks more broadly to why we have to shame people and why we all become fucking sheep and allow the like shame fucking domino rally to happen and i you know social media enables it but it's not the problem. It's just this thing that we've invented that really makes like a very human problem as global as everything else.
1: The human problem being shame?
0: The human problem being a violent reaction to things we perceive as different.
1: That is a human. That's an animal. That's an animal thing. Yeah,
0: but we have higher order thinking, so we're able to evolve beyond that. A lot of people are beyond that, but not enough and we don't realize we the way really that our violence that? and we don't really realize the way that our violence manifests. It really all comes down to violence. Cuz all of this the all of these are forms of violence. Shunning, uh ostracization, all of that. I don't know.
1: I don't think that there's ever going to be a way to solve that. The only way to d- Okay, in my opinion, that's a thing that that's a constant and what you do is you work with the constant so you expand the us to include everybody and that way there's the w- there's still an us first them but the us is all of us
0: well okay and so then that's that's the goal is to expand the concept of us and you know to each shit when you need to and to but understand the co- expanding the context
1: of us is so simple right like we're all like very much the same thing. We are all literally the same thing. We're not only made up of the same stuff, but we're also we're also animated by the same thing. The thing that makes you alive is not different than the thing that makes me alive. Like it's the same little drop of aliveness, right? It's the
0: alien implanted in your brain. Yes.
1: It's it's you. It's yeah. you. It's your it's the living you. Right. And that little like that little like sparkle drop that makes you animated and alive versus a lump of stuff is the same thing in me, too. Right. It's like sprinkled all over everything. And it's only a matter of degree in terms of consciousness. So where are you going to draw the line? Right. It's like if we're conscious dogs are conscious mice are conscious and whatever whatever then like a plant is conscious in its little way and a little s- little cell is conscious in its way because where you got you can't just draw an arbitrary line consciousness is a thing that that increases as you go up the chain right and that's it we're all one thing and that's like the b- it goes back like not to be too woo woo but like that's why all this environment shit is like we're all one, literally one thing. It's there's no us versus them, you and me. There's no us versus them, us and the planet. It's it's we're it. It's us. Like I'm you.
0: Well, that's why um, when people shut off empathy, it's like so violent. Uh, Amen. Because it's like we're all the same. Okay, well, you would think you did already do mushrooms. And,
1: uh, <laughs> this was shroomy as all fuck.
0: It was. Uh, thanks for listening uh i would like to say that on our bone joan uh that we're about to record and release on patreon.com slash unhireable uh we're going to talk about my acid trip a little bit more uh and karen's weekend in philly yeah
1: my 420 weekend (laughs) what'd you do um i did a feature weekend at in philly featuring for kate wolf at philly comedy club um, Friday and Saturday, two shows each night.
0: Sick. I cannot yeah, wait yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. about so a friend way, of the show. In.
1: I had a 420 incident, <laughs> uh, if you will. I hope you guys really liked going deep, deep inside the butthole of this episode with us.
0: Deep inside the butthole. That's an <laughs> homage to friend of the show Kate Wolf's podcast deep inside the... No, that's not no, her No, no, no. That's She's friend of the show. invasion of privacy. Shit. Mike Cannon.
1: Friend of the show. Not No, anymore. he's not a friend of our show. Fuck. Friend of the show Conspiracy Dave. No,
0: no. I was just going to say he's not. Mike Cannon is... Friend of
1: the show is... A, it, it's Conspiracy Dave is a friend of the he's show. He's not a friend of the show. Come on. Everybody's like a friend of the show. We nope. were just talking about love and forgiveness. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Okay. <laughs> subscribe, like it. us, and share. Out on Hyrule Show on everything. We love you. Talk to you next week. Bye.